Hello, hello. Hi guys, hi guys. How are you? This is Kathy from Girls Like Me. You, eh? It has been so long. Kathy so doesn't even know how to do that. Eh, you guys. Chica. <laughs> what they call them? Bloopers? Is that the bloopers? Anyway, let's do this again. Okay. One, two, three. Enter. Hello, hi guys. Hello. How are you doing? Not Kathy and Solea from Girls Like Me. UG. Of course, you are on our podcast. You're not I don't know why I keep on repeating those words of introduction. <laughs> but anyway. It's for the newbies, Kathy. Oh yeah, the newbies. There's some new people here. Ah. Welcome, welcome to our humble home. Uh, speaking of homes, Kathy has come to visit me at mine. Since you're here in the natural ambience. Yeah. Should I describe to you people? Solea's home very organized neat <laughs> artwork everywhere and anywhere i even think she has some in her bed by the way but yeah, yeah it's a beautiful house Thank you, yeah very beautiful very place. organized then she has those things that you can find like under the sea under the ocean mm-hmm. what yeah? are those? the shells are no 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 the, the cases where they find treasure oh the treasure chest yeah, yes. those ones. in fact i was asked by a very sweet neighbor who used to live next to me he asked me auntie are there any treasures in those chests i was like Banagi, I wish I had. Because they are empty. No, they are not empty. They have my books. You are like Kathy. Mama, guys, they have my books. They have my books. My books are my treasures, as you know. They are my treasures. So anyway, Kathy, how have you been since our first episode in what? A month? Two? Two months? Like two, two, two three months. So it. It's That's been it. a while. It's been a while. But guys, we came it's out really to in January. We beeped call and said, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> we are taking our audience for granted. We should apologize. We sorry. We're even kneeling. <laughs> we should apologize. We're kneeling down right So Leah is kneeling. I'm not kneeling. I've yeah. But we are really, really sorry, sorry. for the things that, uh, for this inconsistency. Yeah, but but, uh, but yeah. you know what? Let, let's let's give it a different point of view. If yeah. someone was listening to us for the first time, we have over thirty episodes. So really, technically, we've been away for the past between what time you listened to the last episode and this one. So it hasn't been that long. But to those of you who, who are our faithfuls. Yeah, we are really, really sorry. We know you're always waiting for us. New, new stories, new episodes. It is if then we have us. the audacity to disappear. I how, know, how I know. Meanwhile, I was in Ginger. Anyway, I've been good to let answer your question. Yes. I have been good. Mm-hmm. We had a major show. Uh, in March, early March. Oh yes, the Fun Factory yes. show. So, After the world opened up. Uh-huh. So organizing for that was a bit hectic. It was a good show. Mm-hmm. Then I left for Ginger to work on uh, Impeke Town mm-hmm. Season 2, the yes, remaining episodes. Do. So yeah. I mean, yeah. you guys had been interrupted during lockdown, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, but now I'm back. I'm back with Solaya. So mm-hmm. we are promising more content. Yeah, new content, exciting content. But people get tired of that. And rawness. Watch it promising them eh? yeah, and really? then we break our promises but but we are serious people don't worry we're, we're focused people. you know mm. off the podcast you know kathy and i are doing work we're, we're, <laughs> we're hustling in the city people take us seriously we're professionals elsewhere um it's just that here we, even we, here it's a professional job yeah, it's a professional job <laughs> we are hustling we're hustling we're trying now what you can hear in the background are you the vovozellas there are some university students who are celebrating something i don't know what it is you know how it was when you actually you don't mm. have time for sound check about sound keeping the sound down honestly it's the afternoon they should be sleeping or something but here they are making or doing coursework so are they busy these kids oh, should it be exam time i think so Anywho. you know sometimes i don't even know which day we are moving forward to oh guys i hope you had a good easter kathy it's tuesday oh yes easter. we just oh i had a fantastic break. easter what did you like 
I, I was partying. I was partying from Thursday. I had a shoot on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So like immediately 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. I had a bad day. Mm-hmm. Of what's your progi? Where are you? Where are you? She was like, ah, Kathy, I'm home. Kids eat fast. I said it's okay. Deal with your family. Not me. I don't have. I can don't have children. Yes. Oh, so I said first deal with your kiddos. Then we meet mm-hmm. from Thursday mm-hmm. till yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yes, I tried to. I tried to hide at my home. Someone invited me for a birthday party. I said, who am I to refuse invites? Tell you guys at this age. Kathy sent me a voice note of hi, Selene. I was just like, this chick sounds like she's somewhere relaxing. <laughs> Enjoying hashtag living her best life. Living my I best thought life. I thought she was at a beach, you know, sipping on mimosas That's or something. Sick. She tells me no. I'm, I'm here chilling at a party, like as if that was any different. But anyway. Yeah. Anyway, today, Kathy, what's our topic? Mean girls. Oh, guys. But specifically girls, because those are the ones we have experienced. Yeah, I've experienced. I think a bit of both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a bit of both. No, I've experienced mean, and guys are the worst kind of mean. Mm. Like, let me be honest, chicks, we have our level of meanness, but guys have another level of toxicity. Is that the right word? Toxicity when it comes to their meanness. <laughs> this is to speak our own English. Everybody so. speaks their but own English. But it's okay because, you know, language evolves. So we can introduce That's some true. words to the English dictionary. Oxford should be paying us. <laughs> but uh, we're talking about mean girls. Mm-hmm. So, Kathy, definition of mean girls. Just for just to be clear, because I know you guys know what we're talking about. Yeah. But let's look at the definition, and I know a lot of you are thinking about the movie. Correct. And this is written from the Urban Dictionary. Okay. So, one, girls who are bullies and use girl aggression in brackets, nasty comments, mm-hmm. trickery, deceit, excluding people from events, spreading rumors, stealing boyfriends, etc., to manipulate other girls. They will use text messages. AIM, I don't know what that is. Man, I'm a villager. A, no, you're not a villager. You're a child of today. I was okay. like from back in the day, but it's okay. All right. Email, three-way calling, and any other weapon at their disposal to achieve these goals. Mm-hmm. And wow. this term was actually uh, coined by... Rosalind, a movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, Rosalind, Rosalind Wiseman in her book, Queen Bees and Wannabes. And that, I think, is what Tina Fey based the movie. Yeah, Min Girls On. And then the second one is... Uh, these pop- those popular girls, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. are always fighting with each other, manipulating everyone else. They are real mean girls. Okay. So, Kathy. It's basically a powerful girl clique. Yes. Yeah, there's always one at the high end, mm-hmm. the queen bee who's always running. Running the show. The group, the and show. For those of you who watched Gossip Girl, you remember who the queen bees were and mm. how important it was to maintain that position. That status. Yeah, but here's the thing. Kathy and I thought, you know, being grown girls, you know, grown women, mature youth, uh, that we weren't <laughs> going to encounter mean girls ever again, considering that we had all grown up. But lo and behold, we have actually encountered them in our daily lives. And it's it's quite shocking. At this old them. age of ours. At this old age, we find them and we're just like, wow, what a wow was going like, on. what's happening? What's going on? Is it, did, it just, did I just get mean girls? Like, what's happening? But Kathy, let's mm-hmm. even, let's just dial, dial back. Mm. Have you ever been a mean girl? Have I ever been a mean girl? I'm going to answer this question very honestly. Mm-hmm. I've been a mean girl depending on the situation. Okay, explain. Um, when I find power girls like that, mm-hmm. immediately I wear my power gloves. <laughs> because I know if it's not me, they are tackling, mm-hmm. it is somebody next to me. Yeah. So that calls for retaliation. 
Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when I meet a mean girl, and you can see it, there's a like click of like three girls, five. Yeah. And when you get at that table and you say hello, mm -hmm. it's how they respond to you. Mm. Usually, you know, like two girls mm -hmm. who are always happy to see you. Yes. Then the other three are looking at you like, who is this? Then oh, they yeah. have that thing when they see you, mm -hmm. they look at each other, they look at your dress code. Mm -hmm. Now, when I see such things, I become very happy Not at heart because it's like you've hollered at me. I'm like, yo, We're we are this. still doing this. I, I said, I went to high school. I went to primary school. I met people like you. So yeah. at this level in my life, mm -hmm. I don't need it. Mm -hmm. So I'll walk to you, say hello. And there's a way they respond to you. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's they wear you up and down and they're like, who the hell is this? Yeah. So they also pay attention to the conversation that you're having with their friends mm -hmm. so that they can level you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And know whether to be nice mm -hmm. or be nasty. Mm -hmm. So if you're too close to one of their buddies who they are very, very close to, mm -hmm. and they feel like as if you're still in their friend, yes. yo, the animal ah, in them, that's when that's when they actually arise. That mean girl pops uh -huh. up. And then they start to show you. And then you're like, hold up. Was that necessary? Mm -hmm. When you start paying attention to the conversation, mm -hmm. you're like, wait, is this person actually being nasty mm -hmm. to me? Yeah. And why is she being nasty? Correct. We are having a conversation in general. Mm -hmm. What's the problem? Like, why are you being... Oh. Like, why do you have to take it down to that level? But I think then there you're not a mean girl. No, so that's what I'm saying. My response is retaliation. I'm defending myself. Yes, okay, yeah? yes, by retaliating, but you never instigated. Never. But I, I actually remember being a mean girl, and it... When was this, Solia? This is when, you know, this is how nice I am, people. <laughs> yeah, what was this, Solia? I was a mean girl at one point, but I was, I was. And it, till this day, it remains as a lesson to me, grown as I am. Uh, I think we were like 12 years old. I was still in primary school. Mm. Of course, that's the age when you're, you're forming cliques now. The cliques are being formed. And I was part of a clique that was quite popular. And one, two of the queen bees, I think the queen bee and her, one of our commanders fell out. And we just had two sides. Mm. But it's not fair to call her one of the commanders. Just one of us in the group. Who was just as popular, by the way. They had a falling out. We didn't even know what the falling out was about, but we had to choose sides. And guess what? We chose, of course, the Queen Bee side because it was peer pressure related, but I could have made she up my mind. She had power. Mind. She did have power. And she just, you know, it was just like, we're not talking to so-and-so anymore. And I was like, whoa. So all the things that you've described, freezing out the person, not talking to them, acting like as if they didn't exist. And in a young twin world, you know, that's, that's someone... That's your entire world. Like if someone, if your friends cut you out and your friends are basically the reason why you really go to school. Yeah. You will find yourself lost in a hell. So I remember we had a falling out and I remember just feeling so bad, but I also didn't want to be kicked out of the room. I was like, <laughs> if I hang out with this person, I'm going you to be kicked out. You didn't want to chill with the losers. Yeah. Eh? Not even the, the losers. It's just like the person who was the outcast because she was just as equally strong in personality. So she could have done very well for herself. The group could have been split up very well, but all of us sort of went to one side. And I remember after a while going like, nah, this is wrong. Mm. This is really, really wrong what we're doing. After a while, they reconciled and everything went back to what it was. But I remember just feeling uncomfortable. You won't believe, but close to maybe 10 years later, 15 years later, after what, I think we're still at university, one of the holidays, this girl comes back, you know, she was studying abroad, she comes back, we're hanging out. I can't even forget, we were at um, Rock Garden. Mm. And I had to apologize. I said, I'm so sorry for the way we treated you. And she was like, chick, that thing was like, ages ago when we were in primary school, but I was like, 
it still bothers me to this yeah. day. Like, I can't look at you and pretend like, like it I did never, happen. Yeah, like it did happen. And you know, she was, she tried to give me excuses. She said, "No, we were kids then. It didn't matter." I said, "No, I should have known better." Mm. In fact, in that moment, I knew you were better. raised better. Exactly. Yeah. In that moment, I knew better, but I did the wrong thing. So I said, "I'm really." I sorry. think I never really belonged to cliques. Like when I was in high school or whatever, mm. I was friendly. Like I talked to everybody. Mm-hmm. I had friends, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. but the whole thing, the idea of mm-hmm. being in a clique yeah. wasn't my thing. Mm-hmm. But now I find myself in a clique. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't want to call it a, a clique. I want to call it a tribe mm-hmm. because we are not men. Yes. We are we are we are women that actually empower others. Mm-hmm. We'd like to meet people. We'd like yeah. to engage. Mm-hmm. Like you know, serious issues mm-hmm. as much as we are badass. Mm-hmm. So we're not mean people. Mm-hmm. So for me, being in cliques at a younger stage in my life was difficult and I was yeah. one of those girls who was quiet oh. I can be talkative but I was I was talkative there those friends that you meet mm-hmm. who were sitting there like as if in the middle mm-hmm. not really the back yes. not really the front mm-hmm. Eh? Mm-hmm. then you meet one who's just like you yes. like you, 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 you see something mm-hmm. and then the two of you laugh mm-hmm. and then you chit chat about it mm-hmm. and it's never really out there mm-hmm. so we're never out there to intentionally hurt people mm-hmm. we had our group boo jokes maybe yes. i was also in a clique mm. with these people who were always yeah. never really identified mm. there were those popular girls mm. then there was us yes. so i guess i was also in a clique mm. so but it was cliques that were never out to hurt mm. our kabozi was our fun was our mm. fun if you got into our group and didn't understand our lingo you'd have to learn yeah. but we're always welcoming mm. unlike finding clicks whereby it's it's so controlled mm. eh? like when you, a new person walks over to that group mm-hmm. to even just have a conversation yeah like two people are listening mm-hmm. the other people just want you to go away quickly mm. or they are they are trivializing what you're saying yeah. they don't see any importance in what you're saying mm. and then when they realize that you have you don't have that sense of they can't put you down you can stand up for yourself mm. oh it becomes a war oh yeah to try at some point to bring you down and show you your level mm. and then you're thinking why are we going through all this mm. uh, what is the end goal yes what do you want when to you, achieve when you, when you when you think when you think things through in that way yeah what mm. do you want to achieve from mm. being a mean girl mm. so yeah being a mean girl has never been my thing i mean you i mean you're, you're really more mature than i <laughs> <laughs> You could have done that. Um, you Maybe know, I was. Yeah. You can never know. I could yes, have been and I be. didn't figure it. Yes. But you, it, in the, I think what I love about that lesson, it taught me later on never to ever be part of cliques in that way. Anything yeah. that I saw that was wrong. And even as I grew older, I remember, you know, if I ever at any point had a disagreement or falling out with anyone, um, that really had to be serious. And I had other friends, if we had mutual friends. If yeah. If they ever engaged in that whole thing of we're not talking to this person because they hurt you i would say don't we don't engage in that she's still your friend let her be your friend i yeah this, this issue is between me and her it's not between you and, and i and believe her. the same yeah? i so believe the same i i know of course life being life there'll be people you come across whom you don't get on with whom will do something that will upset you and personally for me someone really has to push me to the wall for me to get to that level where i'm like I don't want to ever talk to you again. Mm. I don't want to interact with you again. Mm. But if I see you on the street, I might say hi. Um, of course, now I can't say hi to people whom I don't get on with. I'm like, it's it's no it's no skin off my nose. I mean, if I say hi to you, 
what has that taken away from me? Nothing. I'll mm. just say hi, say my hellos, be polite and adult and move on. And you and that's mm. right. Sometimes me I don't be an adult, so yeah, <laughs> let me tell you. Let, let's not let's not confuse these things, you people. Sometimes I am not an adult. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes a situation happens between yeah. me and somebody mm-hmm. and I reach to reach a point and say, Yeah, I declare I declare eh, and an say an all out war and just say, you know what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I get it, this has happened, mm. but to be honest with you, right now, mm. I don't think I can talk to you. Mm. I need to think, I need time out. So that, that's not you being an ad, not an adult. In fact, that's you being that's very mature. For you being for you being mature, that when you meet them, you even say hello. Yeah, Me, yeah. when I meet you, I don't say hello. Well, like on. I allow myself that time over I mad at you. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Let's not even try to sweet talk each other. But so when I meet you, hey, I come time. I say, ask, can we talk? A child is crying in the background, you Man, guys, okay. babies. But it's okay. So at, at the end of the day... It's, it's not our child, by the way. We don't think mm, we're bad parents. We're bad parents. <laughs> this is just a child we have no idea school. about childbirth. But yeah, yeah it's okay. So, so ideally, mm-hmm. yeah, for, for me, the idea of being a mean girl, mm-hmm. I used to ask myself, where, where does it stem from? Mm-hmm. What makes you become this kind of person what I makes you be nasty to others what do you think is the problem i think it has to do with just having control control having yes control in the sense that you're coming from a place where you're uncertain and therefore you love things to be in order so you you know depending on whatever age it is like if we look at these young girls it could be a matter of i want to have control over this one area of my life where i need things to be certain things to go my way mm. and that's why clicks are the way they are but i think it's all part of life it's, it isn't something that we should be too concerned about well we should be we should be concerned and we shouldn't be too concerned about but most times if you look into mean girls or mean guys and the reason why they do what they do you'll find that it comes from a place of insecurity it comes from a place of hurt but of course, as kids, it's hard for us to figure that out. We're mm. just thinking, you know, don't question the authority figure here who happens to be your age as well. Don't question them. Do whatever they say if you, if you don't want to be left out in the cold. Uh, and because, of course, by nature, we're social beings. But that's what I think. For me personally, at the time when I did it, it had to do with the fact that I didn't want to be kicked out of the group. You, like to me, it was the, it was the main you are, you are seeking your security in the group, exactly. so you had to be somewhere. Exactly, because to be excluded would have been, uh, what do they call it? To be, it would be social suicide, mm. to be excluded. It's mm. just like, why would you do that? Why would you willingly walk out of the group that, you know, helps keep your, I wouldn't call it popularity, but it, it helps keep you together. Like, it's your reason for being at that time and at that age. And but in that group. In that group. But as I got older, and by older, I mean just a few months after that, I realized that... It was important for me to remain true to my own values, which were kindness. Kindness for me was paramount. And if I felt, because uh, I'd say with my level of kindness, not niceness, but kindness, comes in the sense of, hey, are you hearing the car? We're at home, please, just roll with me. Um, but it comes from a place of, um, what would I say it comes from? It comes from a place of being empathetic. Um, mm. and putting myself in other people's shoes. And people these days don't have empathy anymore. No, we don't. That well, means there are many mean people walking the streets. Around. There are too many mean people and you, you have to slay those mean people immediately. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't let them prosper. No I thought mean. you're supposed to hug them with kindness. Yeah, by slaying them with a sword of kindness. That's mm. what I mean. Like, never let them, their attitude and how they speak to you make bring determine you, down, you. Yeah, and bring you down to their level or make you feel any worse. Because 
I remember this recent incident that I was sharing with Kathy where I met a mean girl and I remember just thinking, wow, I'm grown and I've met one and she's yeah. actually doing what I think she's doing. I'm not mistaken. I remember thinking, is it worth me getting into? And I actually could feel, that's when I felt mature. Like I said, I can actually decide not to engage in this, at this level. And I remember mm. just brushing it off and moving on in my mm. life. But it kept popping up and I kept thinking like, why, why did she say that? Why did she do that? Like, I, did I do anything? Had I said anything? was there so you know i had to search they, they actually make you question feel insecure yeah. about yourself so i started they questioning question you. yeah i questioned everything that i had said at that time like did i say something that upset her did i what and i remember i was just like i absolutely did not if anything i was i you was, are being your polite self as usual because i just friendly. Thought, yeah i was just being friendly because i don't know this person so i just thought okay that was that's her issue and not mine and I would say when it comes to dealing with mean people, Kathy, apart from taking the sword of kindness mm. and slaying them, how do you normally, and also confronting them, but how do you normally deal with mean girls? Sometimes I let it go because in my mind I'm thinking, uh, this, is, this is the thing I also need to stop trying to do, mm. is place myself in the shoes of these people. <laughs> yeah. So I usually place myself in their shoes and ask myself a few questions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. usually it's, a, it's about, I notice the environment. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. I watch how her friends are dealing with her. Mm -hmm. If I realize that they are allowing her mm -hmm. this behavior, mm -hmm. then I understand. People should see that control. For me, it's a like thing. Really sure <laughs> it's a control thing. Mm -hmm. So I understand this person is controlling. Mm -hmm. yeah? yeah, and this is this is what she's used to, mm -hmm. and these things stem from when people are children, yeah. at home. Charity begins at home. Mm -hmm. When your parents allow you to become Definitely. something, they raise you and saying, "Oh, you're a princess, you're a queen, you are not what?" Only that, you mentioned no, that. No, 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 no. It's them things. speaking rudely. Let's say, for example, uh -huh. if you have house help, how they speak to, to the house you, help. you let it happen. Uh -huh. It's you also allowing their behavior when the teacher calls and you enabling. in and says, "Your child is being very," and you're like, "No, no, my no. kid cannot do something like that. It's she impossible." Do. And you don't even have a conversation with the child. Yes. Oh, I defended you in front of the teacher, but mm -hmm. I know mm -hmm. you crossed the line. So what did you do? Mm -hmm. Talk to mother. Talk to father. Yes. you don't do that kind of thing mm. so when you allow that come monster that come monster grows slowly 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 before you know it it is a it's a big thing yes. so even the people themselves the mean girls don't know how to deal with their nasty behavior because mm. they do acknowledge that they are nasty yeah but it's just that they're like ah you know mm. it's not a thing of ah i already said it i yes. can't apologize mm. you know it, it's okay it was the truth then. yeah it was the truth oh so Talking about these things of, oh my God, I said it, it was the truth. <laughs> Whose truth was it? That's a topic of another day, Soleya. I am so tired of, I was telling her the truth. Yeah. Who asked you for the truth? Mm. Do you think I don't know the truth? Mm. So that's the mentality yeah. eh? mm. behind, somebody has to tell her, mm. was it you? Was it your place? Yeah. yeah? Mm -hmm. So mean people mm. tend to, to use the whole idea of truth, mm. It, it's a, am I lying? I was being honest. Yeah, I was being honest. That kind of thing. Tell people the truth. Uh -huh, uh -huh. She could have gone not knowing this. You thing. are not assistant Jesus. Please Thank you. allow us. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, mean people, sometimes if I'm not in the mood, I let it go. Mm -hmm. But if you find me in a mood, mm -hmm. I shall confront you. Mm -hmm. I shall tell you the truth that you be wanting to tell others. Yes. I will tell it to you. I think I like... Which is wrong behavior no. from my end also. No, no, no. It also now depends because when you think about it, mean girls are bullies. Yeah, they are bullies. Are bullies I hate bullies. And we all hate bullying. So I think 
what you're saying is good. You know, sometimes giving someone a dose of their own medicine, medicine. works. And then also just figuring out, do I really want to engage in this or not? Yeah. Is it really worth my time? And then you decide if you want to let it go. And then so the is, is, is it who they are? Because there's you giving somebody medicine and the next day they're still the same. Well, you can't expect a transformation just because, Kathy, are you that so much of a slayer that immediately <laughs> when someone has a confrontation with you, you they, people, they change their When ways. I had somebody's feelings, mm. like even sometimes unintentionally, mm. eh, and I know I'm like, oh my God, Kathy, that was mean. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I quickly apologize, or if I haven't apologized, it hits me when I'm at home, I'm like, but wait, Kathy, that conversation, because I usually go back home and reflect on my conversations. Yes, your interactions I'm like, oh my day. God, I was really mean to that person. Mm. So when I, if I don't have their number, when I meet them again, I'm like, oh, by the way, the other time, I am sorry, mm-hmm. I said this, I hope, eh, if mm-hmm. I offended you, I, I really, really apologize. Yes. And then the person's like, they're overread. That's my thing. Sometimes people don't take things seriously. But you know what? You also find that even when people say they don't take things seriously, they being that they're offended eh? inside. They could be offended. So when you come back and you apologize, it's like, it's like someone who has done you wrong, and you're thinking, for example, me, my, my main issue is road rage, right? So that's mm. my that's my demon that I'm fighting. <laughs> that is that the ministry God has given me to deal with road but, rage. Road rage. But I find myself. Um, having to let's say if someone cuts in front of me or a border guy just appears out of the blue and i'm like for the love of god why am why is it me responsible for you <laughs> like, why can't you look out why for can't you look out for you like, don't you care that you want don't you want to live and there are times when people make a mistake and they will apologize immediately mm. like someone cuts in front of you and you're already going like ah for goodness sake and the person turns around immediately and says sorry immediately you like, come down the anger disappears and yeah. you're like oh okay cool, cool 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 you said sorry so i think now we're cool and suddenly i feel better so, but then high chances are also that person will not apologize. They'll just give you eyes or worse still, they'll ignore you. Like, what are you going to do? Exactly. What are you going to do? Are you going to get out of the country? Yeah. Me? No. So, what do you, you move on? I think, but you know, I think sometimes, mm-hmm. yeah, this is what I've also learned about men people. Sometimes they're looking for a fight. Yes. Yeah. Because yes. sometimes people have had a very bad day and they're just looking for ways to put it out. So, when I realized one nasty comment, Second nasty comment, mm-hmm. third nasty comment. I'm yeah. like, ah, oh, there's something going on in your. I'm life. not going to give you what you're looking for. So I've realized also that sometimes people are just looking for a fight. Mm-hmm. Forget about those ones who are just mean, but sometimes we're just looking for a fight. So they are nasty towards you, yes. so that you can give them what they want, and then they let out whatever they're feeling. I know, and which is a terrible way to okay. deal with anger and to deal with your own issues. Yes, because so eventually, learn to use your words. You know that you tell <laughs> children who are five who can can barely speak and they are crying and you're like use your words you learn how to use your <laughs> not words to use your words yeah. i know but that's what people forget mm-hmm. is that the words that you say to somebody that's what they call emotional abuse mm. words have such power in that if somebody has been having that issue mm-hmm. and you throw it at them it's like you're speaking truth yes. because they have been asking themselves that very same question mm-hmm. but behind closed doors yes. and now here you are you're being nasty and you're hitting it at them and this is a group of people mm-hmm. and this is something others didn't know yes. now they're thinking oh my god now i'm out there everybody can see my insecurities mm. so you have actually messed up somebody yeah. and yet you are trying to deal with your issues mm. but you're using somebody else as your sponge yeah, not even your sponge your your punching bag yes which is basically what it is i think sometimes um and you'll even be surprised if you are saying mean things let's say you are mean girl or mean guy for a day right or for a moment it will be words that you use that to you, don't even seem that big a deal. Like mm. you might say, you know, you might use curse words at somebody. You might um, 
call someone by uh who's going to finish me a derogatory <laughs> term i managed i managed i did that yeah, clap, for me. Clap, for me. clap for me there you go there you go there you go you might use a term that you know you and your girlfriends use with each other and then they use it with you and you're just like you use it to them and they're just like oh my gosh that cut really deep so being mean it takes you also to be very um mean sarcasm you know mm. i like sarcasm yes. but there are certain people that you cannot be sarcastic with because they don't get you that's not how you flow yeah, with them and you know, that's also another thing like here's your emotional sensitivity chip for goodness sake just emotional intelligence which many of us lack but let's try to learn that area you guys like social read, intelligence read the room read the room with the person like if you can see this person sensitive like use your head like just yeah. use your head and say you know what i was going to say that thing but i think it might come up use your me. emotional intelligence meter tell you how many times i have had to bite my tongue like, yeah, now is not the time and this is not the one this is person I is know. not like, this person might throw hands at me like do not use what whatever it is that you are thinking don't say it just retract it remove it and just find I usually tell myself Kathy don't say it but you know if you don't say it and then you're left hanging you have to think of something to say in the time so guys emotional intelligence emotional radar whatever it is just read <laughs> the room and then you can figure out for yourself be like oh Kathy's the kind of person who can take a joke but if I throw a joke at her I'm going to have to be prepared to take one about myself oh Like it shouldn't be that thing of I'm going to dish it out and not be able to take it. Thank you. There are many people who like being mean mm-hmm. to others, mm-hmm. and when you serve them, they, they're like, "Oh my God, Tears. how could she?" It's the drama. Victim oh, yeah. mentality. And I'm thinking, you're you're correct. If you go to a table mm-hmm. and you want to be mean, please be ready to receive because there'll be somebody to serve you. Mm-hmm. Usually, sometimes you may be the king every day, mm-hmm. but one day somebody will serve you. So, no, even a friend yeah. who has been listening to you all the time and that day they're like, you know what? I, I can't I deal with it. Uh-huh. So when they serve you, please be prepared. Don't be crying. Don't be acting up. Just, just oh, how could you swallow, say? Swallow the pill. How it's could you say something like that? I just say, you know what? I deserve that one. Oh, I, I will this, do better. This, this goes for, for guys who've been nasty. Let's talk about guys who are mean. The thing about men find it so easy to unleash on us as women. Mm-hmm. Yeah? So they corner us. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Because they know stuff about you. Say, for example, if you're a single mother, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so he will be mean on your prof, either professional mm-hmm. or personal life. Mm-hmm. Now, when he pulls out a line like that, yeah. and then usually China's response mm-hmm. is about your sister or about your mother. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Yeah. All hell break is going loose. to break loose. Mm-hmm. But the woman that you're insulting, mm-hmm. yeah, on this very personal level. Yeah. She, she has feelings yes. so the only way she can attack you is find your weakness yes. and your weakness is your mother yes. is your sister it is your daughter some female in your life and normally the question will be do you have a daughter <laughs> do you have, now you you just see that you've you've led yourself into your own trap yes. and uh, be prepared for the service that's and coming then for you. hell is going to break all loose and i'm thinking me that you insulted from that very perspective mm-hmm. had you forgotten that i'm a woman yes you know have you forgotten that i'm a mother mm-hmm. your mother is a mother yes i'm a mother too mm-hmm. have you forgotten that i'm a somebody's sister somebody's daughter let me tell you like one of the lines we learned from our kid dramas you are somebody's precious daughter <laughs> i want to use that line one yes. day soon kathy there'll be a time there'll be a scenario then i can use that line <laughs> Oh, did you not think that this was someone's precious daughter? Exactly. So the, the way the way you respect eh, and treasure 
people in your life. Eh? There are some wars when you're having these battles. Don't go personal. Let's remain on the surface. Yeah, there should be a way. I don't even think you there should be a way to be easy, like or like heated debates or whatever it is without getting personal. I think yeah. that's a true sign of maturity. Like don't if get you, personal. If you, if you stoop too low, I think it goes to show that you still have some growing to do. If you, mm-hmm. that's the only way you can. You're still being objective. Yeah. Yes. Or if you can win your point is by you being personal, in order for you to win, quote unquote. Because yeah. Quite frankly, there's. If the victory will never taste sweet if it was done in a way that hurt somebody to that point. I, I would say that. Like I, I hate if I if I was to win an argument, but the victory doesn't taste sweet if the other person has been hurt. Yeah. Even if I didn't intend it, it's right? It's never sweet. It's never sweet. It doesn't feel as good. It's just like you uh, always come back and apologize. Yeah, exactly. If you're a decent human yeah. being. Most times it will be like, you know what, it's never that serious. You know, maybe you're right. Mm. You know, there's more than one side to every story, whatever it is, you know, I could be wrong. There's that. There's a way in which you can resolve it. So, try to avoid being mean by just. Being, <laughs> I don't want to say the word here, so let me not say. It. Just try not to be a bad person, right? Yeah. Deliberately. Do like, not, like, not go out of your way to be nasty. Don't, don't do that. Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't be that person. And I if you are, if if being mean is what you've always known, mm. ask yourself why. You enjoy being this kind of person. It's time for you to dig deep. Yeah, it's time for you to actually figure out why you're mean to others. Because mm. many times there's stuff that is going on that even you don't know. Yeah, so, or you refuse to deal with. Yeah, so yeah. please do therapy on yourself. If mm. you don't like talking to others, talk to the mirror and find out why was I mean today. Mm. Yeah, Because no, you'll find most times it has absolutely nothing to do, to with, do with the other person. person. Nothing. That's so true. Everything to do with you. That's so true. And it's, it can be a hard truth. Um, but also, swallow. Yeah, but also recognize that if you do have friends who happen to mean, to be mean girls or mean guys, to just pull them to the side and ask them what's going on. Because mm. sometimes we don't bother to ask the mean people what's going on, you know, because they come off as strong, they come off... As then you're like, sometimes strong. you're like, ah, this person, that's how they are. Yeah. But no, that person that's is not like that. No, that's not them. Yeah. There's usually something intent. going on with them. You you can be someone who's not, you know, lovey-dovey. I'm, we're not telling you to go out and tell everybody that they, they have beautiful souls. I'm yeah. not saying that. Yeah. Just saying, Let's not have that positive toxicity. Like, yeah. Yeah. We're not saying that you do that. Don't completely change who you are. But just figure out what the heck is making you tick, right? And, mm. and, and sort that out. Be mean. So now that the baby has queued off, we have to wrap this up. We're, we're, we are trying to be... Kathy and I are being marathon runners today. <laughs> this is episode one of the many doing so wish us luck guys you know the road to hell was paved with good intentions let's hope we can do this yeah. because we haven't seen each other in so long kathy and i met what yeah, Kathy and I met four hours ago. Four hours, guys. And, and we had recorded nothing. We recorded nothing. We were just catching up on life. We what's happening with you? But getting back to the point, Soler, yes. uh, our dear audience members, if you have any stories to share with us, <laughs> if you have met mean people, please, I would like to read these stories. You know me. I have too much Lugambo. I like knowing things. So please share your ideas, share your experiences. What do you think? Are you a mean girl? Are you a mean guy? Mm. Like, let us hope you answer that question. Talk to yourself. And if you are, please, let today be the beginning of your transformation. That's if you want to change anyway. No one's forcing you. No one is forcing it's you. But we would suggest that you stop being mean and know, try. You know, 
it's going to be your family who's going to be forced to stick around you yeah. and no and then the they, child eh? yeah. your your daughter or your son who starts saying mean things you're like hey, but where did this child line them from kumbe you are the example charity okay. begins at home so say the mothers of, of nine children but it is all right <laughs> <laughs> oh what somebody told me yeah but what do you understand mm-hmm. eh, about children mm-hmm. you've never had a child before mm-hmm. eh it cut me <laughs> but then i said eh Eh, eh, eh. People can be mean. It's true I don't have children. But it doesn't mean it doesn't mean aunt has given them advice oh. about it doesn't mean I haven't raised cause somebody I haven't but, done, you know. But you know what, you know, eh. honestly, Kathy has raised children and like me, Kathy has actually They really assured me. They really assured me. They really assured me. I said, hmm. The but was a real mean statement. Yeah. The person came and apologized after because I think it came to their mind that the idea of how people think about children mm-hmm. that everybody mm-hmm. has had children you well, have only one you gallivant with a guy mm-hmm. and then you're pregnant like two hours later mm-hmm. like everybody has that same luck same same story oh. it's not the same for everybody so please mothers <laughs> even if we're talking about your children eh? we are just being helpful things okay. that we have seen others do our mothers do our sisters do we're just being helpful anyway, well, we're well, not trying to mother your children well, speaking from an experience of children yeah you have ad, ad, you yeah. Know, advanced degrees in being children so you'll be talking we'll be yeah. telling you and reminding you guys you don't have, be mean you eh? moved on to being mothers so anyway, your children we're gonna wrap this up because kathy and i still have some more episodes to do guys thank you so much for listening do the usual thank you for thing. coming back to us hugs <laughs> for being in our sitting room don't forget to subscribe to share and to let us know what else you'd love for us to talk about. It's been real and we will catch you on the next one. Bye!